Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. My name's Darren Connell, and this is Straight White Whale. The podcast is going to be sponsored by McTassels, a beautiful Greek van ran by a nice family and they sell delicious food. Um, I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast recently, but um, it's really, really nice food. They've got um, a place up at Kelvin Way, the fort and in Buchanan Galleries. So good, cheap, affordable Giros, getting about it. Paul, how are you? It's good to be back. I'm good, mate. I've just realised that I don't have the McTassels logo on the TV behind you, but we've mentioned them, and I'll I'll put it on. I'll put the wee advert on the screen, mate. Yeah, that's all right. I said a couple of weeks ago I was going to suck knobs for it. <laughs> what else do you want, McTassels? I've had so many messages about that fucking clip that we put out. People just laughing emojis, which is you know. Uh, the the white men's reply to Instagram stories I think that means they want to shag me but um, <laughs> I had so many people being like they promos are fucking hilarious that Darren's done mate so oh brilliant thank you very much I think mm-hmm. McTassos are happy as well because people are gone up are they aye and they're like why we get it <laughs> <laughs> like, straight white whale mate I've been watching that podcast that's we, class but the the cult of straight white whale. So what's been happening, this is the 23rd of February, some massive news yesterday that I was very happy about. What's that? Uh, the bold Nicola Sturgeon is going to be lifting all restrictions on March the 21st this year. Mm-hmm. So that will mean no masks and ASDA, so you don't get anybody annoying you anymore, talking about David Icke. Uh, you can book a holiday and you can just go to a pub and... Or the stand-up shows will return back to normal. Get back to wanking guys underneath the stalls in the public <laughs> toilets. You can get Aye. back to being the mouth at the other side of the glory hole. Exactly. <laughs> no COVID passports. They've got a toilet up in Kelvin Way. And one time I went in for a piss, <laughs> and a guy gave his mad eye contact, and I just done that, mate. I'm no, 
I'm not that. I'm not on that side, mate. Unless he's got Giros on his hand. And then I would suck his fucking helmet. <laughs> suck his life out his bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you feeling about uh, Nicola Sturgeon doing that? Um, you know, I don't care, mate. Oh. What are you going to say? I am happy, man. I, it, it's made very little difference to my actual life. And obviously outside of lockdowns, so yeah. I'm happy to hear that well, it looks like we're now get coming out the other side of COVID, like actually instead of just, you know, yeah. people wanting to just say that because they want to wish it into existence. Yeah. But as far as like the COVID passport, I've never been anywhere where somebody's like, you need you need your COVID passport. Um, wearing a mask, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. It means you don't need to smell fucking people's honking breath. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm happy that we're now coming out the other side of the pandemic. I think that the thing that I'm most happy about is that I've no had COVID mm-hmm. and the idea of having to isolate, you know, like that. Yeah. I think that hits people like aye, ten days, aye. losing ten days' wages and stuff. Aye, and, mate. and I'm self-employed, so that's yeah. like a nightmare to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so happy days it's good times ahead um that sounded like a fucking theme tune to something there didn't it <laughs> good times eh? no I, i'm having a stroke sorry <laughs> uh, i i'm buzzing i'm just happy man I, I was gigging at the weekend i was gigging at the glee in glasgow on friday and saturday and it was full capacity gigs and it was like the glee's 350 capacity i think right. friday wasn't sold out but there was probably close to 300 people and saturday was sold out and see to walk into a venue like that i've done lots of gigs to many people mm-hmm. but that was the first because the stand's only 200 capacity right so to walk into a full venue i was like fuck man the nerves hit me right nobody was wearing masks and i want that to happen i want life to go back to normal but it was Aye. just a shock to the system how so, did you get done mate um we're all pals aren't we Aye. friday i was very very nervous right saturday i smashed it superb mate so but i, I believe that i smashed it on saturday because i was annoyed at myself i done enough on friday i done enough right i passed but I walked off stage thinking, I'm a cunt. I could have done so much done better. better. I was very nervous. I mm. forgot stuff on stage. I pulled it back though. But see, when you're just that nervous, it feels different. And Saturday, I was just like, aye, that's not happening again. And there was some hecklers in and I dealt with them and I done really well. And when I walked off the stage, I was like, yes, man. That's superb. It was good for the soul, mate. Uh-huh. Good for the mental health. See, to have that intense feeling of nerves and feeling like just like putting your body through that again because i've been living in a lockdown for two years not doing anything for stimulus or anything like that i was like i'm back it's uh-huh. like cold water therapy <laughs> <laughs> cold water comedy <laughs> <laughs> trying to stand up while you're in fucking what is it needs to be below three degrees that's oh, what they should do mate that, that could be a fucking that could be a bit you go in the tub you clasp your hands. You do the Wim Hof breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pat and Mike walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody get a Yazoo? Uh, I know people that do that, right? And some I've been seeing a lot of them recently and they've been tossing me growlers. I'm like, hey, I fucking told you I went and done it. Uh, and I enjoyed it. Fuck him, mate. Fuck him. What about the Queen? The Queen I so we'll get to the Queen in two seconds. Yeah, I'll edit that. Very, very no, don't edit it. It's all good. You're my baby and I love you. 
Don't edit it out, please. Yeah? <laughs> Joe doesn't do that way. To Jamie. <laughs> to Jamie. He just bullies him, mate. Oh, well. I get kisses. You bully me, it's the other way about. No, no, no. No, I don't. Um, but it's, it's, it's very, very good to get back into stand-up comedy and to get a purpose again. I feel like it's gave me an energy and it's gave me this life. It's just... See, when I started doing this podcast, mate, see, when I came in here, I actually wanted to kill myself. Honestly, mate. Oh, really, mate? Right at the start. Just it was in the background. i never seen a way out. When you've got something that's so regular in your life that is stand-up comedy, to get it all took away and it's no your fault uh-huh. was just such a strange feeling. Because if I fucked it, I would have accepted it. But I was like, my life seems to be fucking up. And for once, it's no my fault. Uh-huh. So I just came in here and I felt like I had a cloud over me, man. Aye, mate. I'm so fucking glad that we've done this together. Oh, good, mate. It's been good for me, mate. No. I feel like I'm pure awkward. No. An awkward, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Eye contact with pure intense here. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> mate, I'm a therapist. I have these intense, what people would say, awkward conversations with people all the time. Yeah. You don't need to feel awkward about telling me shit like this. Or, or... It's, it's not exactly telling you telling you it's saying thank you right that's what i'm well feel actually for. mate i really appreciate that because um you know i we've got a couple of people that we know like in common through comedy through me working with comedians doing media and and you being in the comedy scene and um i think i, I think i kind of knew that you, you weren't there you know what i mean i think i was like i don't remember having like making a conscious effort to be like um you know, I really want to encourage Darn until maybe like two or three episodes in where I was like, I remember you saying to me, um, like, this is kind of saving me a wee bit and I'm and I'm thinking about getting back to doing stand-up and I was like, right, and I, I want to encourage this guy to, yeah. because it's like, people could think I'm suicidal um, or like I'm depressed or and actually you had your full fucking purpose and so many people are in this boat mate ripped away for you by something that was completely out of your control yeah and to hear you say that you were back in a sold out venue in glasgow 350 people you nailed it after the night before i'm like fucking buzzing for you mate absolutely thank buzzing you, for mate. you I'm very, thank you very much that means a lot and uh i can't believe how when you feel bad it's so true that they say that it's temporary because I never thought I was going to get away for that. And it was weird to see when you feel shit. I was like, I know that this is no natural. This is no unnatural feeling. It's just for the time being. And uh, I'm so glad I just powered through, man. That people are actually asking us questions about the podcast. They're f- through the podcast, they're saying, I want to come and see you day gigs and stuff. Oh, really? So, um, which brings me to the fact that I don't want to give too much information away, but... I've been talking to someone about a Scottish tour and Paul's going to be involved as well uh, through filming and stuff. And uh, Don't tell people that, mate. They'll fucking come up to me. I'm kidding on. Come on up to me. Come no, you're, you're not doing it anymore. <laughs> 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 I'm an egomaniac. No, 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 no. no. no, no. Uh, <laughs> but so i'm gonna i'm gonna announce um tour dates a, a scottish tour <sighs> and we're going to work on something when i'm no 100 percent sure it's going to be very soon and uh, i'm working on it so stay tuned and paul if you want to film it you're more than welcome and also if you want to just sit in the shadows with a mic 
and just shout <laughs> random shit, just interrupt you, stop I you in your flow. Interrupt uh, punchlines, but <laughs> <laughs> say them before that, mate. You should call it the Straight White Wheel Tour. Aye, I know that you were saying a couple of weeks ago, like, oh, I wish I hadn't called it that. I don't know if we said that off mic or on mic, but everybody comes in. Like, you've seen the reaction that you got when you came in there. <laughs> I tell everybody the name of this podcast now because everybody's pure. That's fucking class. Oh, that's brilliant. And you come up with it. Yeah. So it's your creative name. You know what I mean? It's grown on me. It's definitely grown on me. And uh, I'm, I'm very, very happy. So moving on for uh, my stand up comedy, Love Fest. Uh, what's been happening? The Queen. There's rumours that the Queen uh, might be dead. Ladies and gentlemen, the Queen. The Queen. <laughs> the, the, what's that called? The Loving Cup or something like that? <laughs> or something like that, mate. That had fucking creepy hang that Rangers did in the first game after the new year. Unless it's Celtic, in which case they don't do it. Which is surely somehow racist. I don't know. Does that make Rangers racist? Fuck them. But uh, no, um so there's she's got covid so that she's got covid she's 93 mm -hmm. she's, not quite betty white right she's made of dust yeah right but what's the rumors that she's deep what's... so there's a twitter account called the hollywood uncovered and they announced that she's dead actually dead and then they deleted the comment so there's a rumor going about that she's dead i don't think pecanin uh buckingham Buckingham Palace. Uh -huh. Did I say Buchanan bus Buchan. station? Buchanan bus station have <laughs> no said the Queen's dead yet. Buchanan bus station are going to announce. <laughs> People just waiting to go in the X whatever back to Kirk and Tullet. Pure boo boo. The Queen is dead. Aye. Pure, I've got a funeral up in Kirky. Can I get an old day ticket? Who is it for? The, the Queen. You can fucking bury the old cow with Thatcher. Fuck it. No, but... Um, oh, I've got fucking... Tickets to sell to Prodies. We can't <laughs> can't fucking half the half the uh, audience. Aye, but I'd seen somebody on uh, Twitter say, "Oh, it, I don't think people should be uh, what is it willing death on an old woman." I mean, she's she's just an old woman. And it's like uh, the fuck up. Like seriously, she's an evil old bastard, man. Like she yeah. fucking. Diana, like, I mean, fuck's sake, the shit that's went on with Harry, if yeah. you need any more proof that, you know, these people are fucking bastards, yeah. what do you need? And see, to be honest, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if she dies. Who cares? It's like the kind of, maybe it's a, a crazy example to to use. It's, what's that big massive, you know, there's like a warhead is it Gerlock Head? There's like arms up there. There's an army base up there. Right. Uh huh. It's like nuclear war stuff. Uh huh. So when we go, Scotland want to go independent. They want to get rid of that. A fast lane. Aye. Uh huh. Because it's costing millions and millions of pounds. Aye. To maintain the fucking things. So people that are pro union are saying, "What are people in fast lane going to do for a job?" And you're like, "You can't really." That's like saying the concentration. What's the fucking Nazi guards going to do? <laughs> Like aye. they shouldn't be working there. Like aye. get a fucking grip. Aye, that's that's like a pure straw man, mate. Oh, we need to it's like we could create anything. I mean the the nuclear wars the nuclear bombs that are uh, thing made at fast lane are useless, mate. They are fucking useless. If they try to fire them, it would be like something out of fucking acme, like out yeah. a fucking roadrunner, be pure 
if they press the button, right? But they, they're, they're a deterrent and like, against what? Like, what's the biggest threat that we've got? Russia. Yeah. Do you know the weapons capabilities that Russia's got? They, they we fucking, they're like sticks and stones to these fuckers, right? Aye. So take away that. Oh, well, think about the economic impact to the people in Fastlane. Did you think about that when you shut down all the coal mines? Did you think about that when you shut? No, you didn't. You thought about the fucking money, the yeah. profit. Like, aye, fuck that. And if we're going to go independent, take your fucking nuclear weapons back to your own fucking country. Why are yeah. they even getting stored here anyway? See if there was to be an attack on Fastlane, Glasgow's toast, mate. We're dead. Every single person within like a hundred mile radius of them is gone. I, I hate that, mate. Oh, but I, what I also hate is. Oh, but what about the tourism that she brings into the country? Like, they are all, sucking us fucking dry, mate. Like, Aye. they fucking just take, take, take. They don't give anything fucking back. They don't give anything to Scotland. No. Or, uh, or Britain. Yeah. Like, the average person. Food banks up, what, a thousand percent in the last ten years. Uh-huh. And they're sitting there on billions of pounds in wealth and fucking trinkets that they stole off of India and Africa and blah, blah, blah. And we still give them fucking millions, hundred and twenty-four million pound a year to them, and a fund for what? Like so that she can pay off her fucking nuns, fucking sons, man. Get the fuck, man. I hate it. I think it's it's a con. Yeah. Sorry for my rant, mate. No, it's alright. I was wondering what that background noise was. They're I thought it up. was a fucking scream, but it was a dog. <laughs> a unionist <laughs> screaming at his fucking screaming at his. But a Masonic cowboy. Like seriously, like what makes them any better than anybody else on in no, this country? No, they don't. It's, it's strange. It's. Uh, I mean, I certainly don't wish death on anybody. I don't care who it is, but uh, they're worthless. They're pointless. And, uh, I don't wish her to be dead, mm-hmm. but I don't care if she's here or not. Yeah. I, like. What what fucking difference does she make to my life? She's on the money. Yeah. That I fucking spend like it's it's the biggest con I think that has it's when we look back and we're like oh how ridiculous was it back then? You're like we're still living in that. Yeah. We're still peasants to these people. Yeah. And they've got a, they've got a family of thousands that get paid to do fuck all. I remember um, ex girlfriend I went out where when I worked in at Asda probably about fifteen years ago. Ma- Margaret Thatcher died when whatever year she died and I was like she was an evil bastard and she deserves she does not deserve a state from no she was a cruel cruel evil bastard and there'll be a lot of people in Scotland happy that she's dead uh-huh. and my ex was like that's somebody's mum I was like do you know what she's done like every I mean I know it's a comedy podcast but we're not going to get probably too, think that's funny I, we're not going to get too deep into it but she was evil. She was an evil, evil bastard. For the war to benefits. I mean, even modern day Tory stuff, they've got fucking disabled people. Like people with can't they're taking people with cancer off benefits and all Mate, that. We are we are still living in the aftermath of Thatcher's Britain. Yeah. Because it changed. It used to be that people within we were part of something right we we were all kind of pushing in one direction like for things like the world war see if we like she is responsible for the reason why people wouldn't go and fight for this country anymore the reason why i wouldn't go and fight for this country anymore she reduced the neoliberal dream was to reduce get rid of society and reduce everybody down to the individual so that they could manipulate and so that it was just about you 
you make money. See the guy next door to you, fuck him. And we are still living in that. It's yeah. part of the reason why we're failing. Is yeah. like nations and countries and our societies literally crumbling underneath our feet because they want they they got people to stop believing and like we are all in this together and made it about a competition as a way to make fucking money. It's yeah. it's actually vile when you think about it. And Reagan did it in America and she did it here and yeah. it changed everything. And she said that the biggest her biggest success was Tony Blair because he destroyed the left in this country. He brung the left into line with that centrist you don't matter to me. What matters to me is what I can get out of you. Yeah. And we, I just, I can't get on board with it. And I'm, I'm with you. Like, do I think that she was an evil person? Like, maybe not, right? Maybe she didn't know what was going to happen. The ramifications are all the things that she put in. But um, I think there was definitely a part of her that was fucking greedy and was um, horrible at the core. Yeah. And I she has somebody's more. And guess what? He's a cunt too. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I was going to say Ben Thatcher, but I think that's a football player, but... <laughs> um, a centre-back for Wolves. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan Giggs. He's a... He's a um, but no, mate, aye. This is the elite. Like, this is... I think what annoys me about this is that people who have got nothing care about these people who do not give a fuck yeah. if they live or die. And... That that just I can't get my head around that. I can't I can't get on board with people that are like, but she's the queen. And no, but what about the family history? Fuck off, yeah. man. Like because people will always say, hey, but what about the Pope? I'm like, well fuck the Pope as well. Aye. Fuck the Pope, fuck the Catholic Church, uh -huh. fuck the Queen. Uh -huh. Fuck them all. Aye. Every single what fuck every single one of them. It's a system that is there for them to extract for people that have fuck all. The very little that they actually have. And they did it, even Thatcher did it with people's pride. They took away the shipyards. They took out, they, what we spoke about, we, I mentioned it earlier. They stripped away identity for people uh, and they didn't put anything in its place. Now, you, we could get into a, a, an economic argument about, well, production and manufacturing is cheaper to do in China and India and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. That's, that, that, that's the whole one track mind of like, how much money can we make here? Aye. But now we're dry. We've got nothing left. Yeah. People are now going to food banks to feed their fucking wains and we've got energy prices that are tripling overnight on people and can't afford it. Yet we are still bowing to this fucking idea that somehow this family are better than everybody else in this country. Yeah. I just cannot buy into it. I just will never buy it, mate. I agree with you. Uh, fuck her. <laughs> I agree with you, mate. <laughs> what else has happened? Uh, I say fuck the Pope. I mean, fuck them all apart from John Paul. He was all right. He was the John biggest Paul cunt was saying, the Hey, it's my podcast. He, he oversaw... Fuck uh, okay. up. Okay. Don't say oversaw fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was my granny's favourite. The pedo hider. <laughs> the pedo hider. <laughs> shifted cunts about. Um, that sounds like a good podcast. Well, we call it the pedo hider, the great pedo hider. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by McTassels. Um, they've got a show pop out of the fort, Kelvin Way and Buchanan Galleys. It's a Greek family, so you know they would take Thatcher and all. Go up and get yourself a lamb giros, man, with halloumi. Get chips in it and all that and salad. Dugs eat it off the pavement. 
I say I'd suck a banger for it, and I love Pope John Paul II. So we'll get in. We'll move on for politicians because I hate that shit, mate. And I'm not talking about Russia and Ukraine either. Ah, I, I need people to escape. When I watch comedy or listen to a podcast, I want to escape reality. So I'm not talking about that shit. <coughs> a lot of people told me to talk about it. And would you want to listen to Bobby for Scott Squad talking about Ukraine for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went back to the sauna in the steam room. Right. There's a lot of things that I've forgot what it's like just full of racist fucking bigots. Right. In the saunas and the steam rooms. Right. How, how Especially in Springburn and Bishy. What one do you go to? Bishop Briggs. Well, we try and get a sponsor off them. <sighs> Mate, I hate it so much. It's a great sauna and it's an amazing steam room. But they kind of know me, I know. So it's just like. All right, pal, how you doing? You still doing the police squad show? I'm like, it's Scott squad. Aye, police squad. I'm like, right. <laughs> much do you get paid for that? I'm like, uh, what? Do you know Martin Compton? I think I've said this on the podcast before. But because I've put on weight, I've put on a bit of weight, right? And I know I've put on weight. But these cunts just pipe in with their shit. Like, and it's always fat people as well. It's this guy in the sauna was just like that. Put the beef on him, mate. I'm sitting there drinking a bottle of water, thinking I never asked you. <laughs> in my head, I know I'm like a bit ironic coming for a fat cunt. Ah, the mate. cunt was bigger than me. But he started saying daft things like, why don't you do things like drink more water? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, clearly it's working for you, so maybe I'll <laughs> give it a go. You know what I mean? But I feel like saying, like, you don't know anybody's story. Like, you don't know... Who am I or you, what you I've done? You could have a thyroid problem. Aye. You know what I mean? But I think that for what we've talk, talked about earlier, it's probably been a part of the mental health issue. Yeah. Right? And it's like, thanks very much for pointing out what I already fucking know and has been an adverse effect of poor mental health. Yeah. Love that for you, mate. You're fucking yeah. fat ride. I know. Fat, baldy bastard. Right, he's a fucking taxi driver. He was a taxi driver. Are you a fucking kid, no? Aye. Mate, I tell oh. you another thing though. I don't know if this is oversharing. I have been oversharing quite a lot. Jump into a taxi driver, and I'm like, I'll be like, I was going to top myself four months ago, but I've been taking multivitamins. I'm already <laughs> right. <doing> a podcast. <laughs> Something I was saying to him, uh, I, I did, I don't know if I, I should say this, but a couple of about a week ago, I was watching Netflix and I was on my bed. I was like lying on my stomach in my bed and I was just scratching behind my my neck uh -huh. and i was like what the fuck is that man so i found a lump on my neck right and i basically i went to the gp and i told the gp like what it is and he checked it mm -hmm. so i had to go to another gp that's right beside my guy and I, i'm getting my blood he took my blood and checked my blood and they're checking it for they asked me numerous questions right because I've got a picture here of me. I don't know if you will see this. You probably won't see this. It's a picture of me at the start of lockdown when I trained with my cousin. Uh -huh. I'm probably minus five stone. Press that. Again, I'm minus five stone in that. Right. And that seems to be common in my life. Like four stone, four stone weight loss, four stone weight yo, yo. gain. Right. Uh -huh. And I, I told the guy, look at the start of lockdown. I lost, I, I lost my hair and all that. And he says that's really common with thyroid stuff. Right. So 
and see when I found a lump in my neck straight away, I'm like, is it cancer? Of course, I. You shouldn't Google things either. No, cause no, it. Normally, if you find a lump and you Google it, it's always going to be cancer, right? Uh-huh. But see, now, if you Google it, it's going to be like side effects from vaccine or that shit so you're thinking it's cancer you're thinking it's vaccine problems i'm no a dafty i know it's no that yeah so the guy checked the lump and he said everybody thinks it's cancer but ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Anytime I check it, it's always uh, a gland. Uh-huh. So you've either been sick, you've had a virus, maybe you've had COVID and uh-huh. you've not even realised it. Yeah. And see, when your your body's sick, normally your glands get bloated. Uh, inflamed. Or, inflamed, bloated. I'm in the red group. <laughs> I've got <getting> bloated <laughs> fucking glands. So it's either in your neck, it can be under yeah. your armpits. Aye, aye. Yeah, your, throat, about your breast and stuff like that, mate. Or uh, your groin. Yeah. And he says, I think you've been sick and that's what's happened. But because I've got health anxiety and I've never had anything like that tested, plus my hairs fell out, all that shit, I'm getting my thyroids checked, I'm getting my red blood cells and white blood cells checked and all that shit. Uh-huh. He said if the lump's there in a couple of weeks, come back and they'll get in touch with me within seven days if anything's wrong. Right. If nothing's wrong, they'll get in touch. I kind of hope it is my thyroid. Aye. Because then I'll be like, you call me a fat bastard. <laughs> Aye. Ready made excuse for your, your thing, mate. But like, Thatcher's Britain. Aye, fucking, that's Margaret Thatcher's fault. <laughs> fucking old bit. Um, I think you, you touched on an important point there, mate. And it's something that I deal with a lot with clients that come in and they'll be like, and, and they'll always be like, health anxiety checking, oh, checking everything. And I'm like, what's the first thing you do when you notice something's not right? And they'll always be like, I Google it. Yeah. And I go, right, health anxiety is quite a new thing, right? Uh-huh. What did people used to do? They went to the doctor. And yeah. I'm like, right, Google's not an expert, yeah. right? So, and it, it'll work on an algorithm. And what seems to be the human behavioral thing is, is that we go to the worst thing. So it's the clicks. So if everybody goes to the cancer click, then that's what's going to come up to the top, right? Yeah. So that's what you're experiencing. And I'm just like, if you are genuinely worried, stop Googling, make an appointment and go to your fucking doctor and speak to an expert Yeah. and wait for the results. And when, the, when they tell you whatever it is, accept that that's what it is. Like, yeah. um, But I think I read a statistic once, doing some research to help somebody with health anxiety, that if a million people go to the GP in the UK with a lump, there's like five of them turn out to be cancer. Yeah. 
That's how, but that's probably the, the amount of anxiety that we have about our health that, that people go, I think it's right. Like, if you notice that something's wrong, don't worry, don't Google. Straight to the fucking doctor, yeah. 111, NHS 24, straight to the doctor, get it checked out. And yeah. then you can deal with whatever, if it is the worst case scenario, then you're in the right hands, you're in yeah. the right place, you know what I mean? Um, but you're right, mate, got to Google. You could literally go, Oh, I've got a black dot on my big toe, and it'll be like, you're dead tomorrow, mate. Yeah. Perfect example of Google is, see if you don't know anything about vitamins. And uh -huh. you know how you get people that say, oh, vitamins are a lot of shite. Uh -huh. Put into Google, is taking vitamins good for you? And you'll get anything from, yes, you should take it uh -huh. every single day, uh -huh. to B12 will give you liver cancer and will fucking give you brain cancer and all that type of shit so you're true mate don't listen to google i found a lump in my boss once i know and i thought it was cancer i saw the damn it get the guy had to get right in about my boss it's it embarrassing just, isn't it mate it, um aye getting get your boss played way after after a doctor I, I had the same mate and it, he said it was gristle and i'm like <laughs> I'm no, I'm no cooking bacon in my boss, mate. You eating pulled pork? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was I, I went with a pure, and he was like, oh, no, it's just like tissue, it's like gristle tissue or something. I was like, right, okay. But that's the thing, like, you, you check it, you find it, you go and get it checked yeah. out, man. People don't do that. People sit and worry and look at things and go, oh, I'm going to diagnose myself before I go to the doctor and make sure that it is that because I don't want to go through that embarrassing thing of going up getting your boss out and you know like a gp seeing your fucking worry you know what i mean what's the worst thing that's gonna fucking happen like he's gonna blow up <laughs> put in his group chat maybe like <laughs> Aye, get your banger out in front of your doctor uh, you want to see the state of his boss man they were fucking because you always think it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a woman doctor you're like i don't want to hit a hard on see as soon as you pull your knob out in a gp surgery your dick <laughs> goes up your asshole <laughs> Obviously, you're not going to get hard. If you do get hard, then you need help. <laughs> Especially when you think you've got cancer. Well, I'm actually that impressed that you would that you could actually have the bodily function while you're going through the worry. You know what I mean? Like fuck's sake, if my dinner zone, I can't have a fucking hard on. I've got anxiety. I'm not too sure if I've said this before, but um, I never knew it was cancer at first. So when I found the lump, I was scared and thought it was cancer on my boss, and I was like, God, if I get testicular cancer uh -huh. and and then it was like before by the time i found it to the time i went to the gp i felt really guilty about having a wank so i was like i don't know if i should have a wank because that is that going to fuck my balls up right and uh, i only lasted like 20 minutes <laughs> well the wank lasted 20 minutes so not to the decision oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to have a wank <laughs> you're like fuck it but it turns out that you know, having a wanking is good for you. It prevents prostate cancer. If I was having a 20-minute wanking, one I'd have got a lump in my buzz. It's the longest wank you've ever had. I've been full of stuff and I've, I've went to town. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time, I think I said this on the podcast, I took mushrooms once and I had a wank to a Daft Punk video. <laughs> Did I say that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I've got a stand-up comedian pal that gave us some mushrooms years ago before I was sober and I drank them in my room through a protein shake. Disgusting, vile shit. And it kicked in and I started, I watched Daft Punk live in concert and I don't know why I done it, but I was like, I bet you having a wank would be amazing. 
but because I was out my tits and mushrooms, I didn't even want to stick porn on. My, my head was a wee bit pickled. Aye. And I just started having a wank to like around the world, around <laughs> the world. But <laughs> I was like, after a while, I was like, how long's this been fucking, how long's this concert on for? It's like, at certain points I was hard, other times I was floppy. <laughs> you looked in, you've just rubbed it down to a nub. It's just like fucking burnt. Like, I swear oh. to God, mate, I had a floppy wank. Like, I mean, I was hard at one point, but at one I'm point I was mate. like, it wasn't even, see, because you're out your nut, uh, normally you have a wank like that. I was out my nut, I was like, ah. <laughs> I think the dog, you know that dog that's in that video, the Daft Punk video. I'm like, I'm having a wank here, dog. No, no, I'm a... I don't even think I fucking. Did not... they finish me? No. Playing pool with rope. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Carpal tunnel. I started thinking about shit like I've got a bill to pay tomorrow, man. Better get to the bank. I'm with Clydesdale, man. You can't get any Clydesdales anywhere. Oh, no, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate that's fucking hilarious man how long have you went oh well uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the couple of drunk ones that i've woke up with my dick mahon like you fall asleep <laughs> you're gone that long but um i'd i'd a i'd a a friend with benefit like during the single years like the fucking wonder years now the last time i was single i'd ask say that i used to see and she was into like sort of tantra she wanted to have sex for at least an hour. Wow. Um, and she was into edging, which is like the way that you get into control. Mm-hmm. Like, and she would be like, oh, I'll get the baby oil out and I'll give you a wank, but you're not allowed to come for at least an hour and stuff like that. So I think the longest I've went probably <laughs> like with a wank is pro- like, no me, myself, but with her is like an hour. But I've had, I've shagged on pills, mate, and it's like, you're, you're actually like looking at the clock like, I would maybe just rather just stop and go to sleep. Yeah. Like, you're pure canny. Like, there was one time where, I, did I mention this on the podcast before, where um, I was on, I thought I was coming down, and my missus at the time just got down to her underwear, and I get a pure instant hard on. Like, like the pill kicked back in. I was like pure, oh, I need, need to shag her, shag her now. And then um, we went that long. She was like, gonna just hurry up. And I was like, I can't, like, I'm trying. Um, the sun was coming up, not now that way you're sweating. <laughs> you're fucking pure pushing sweat. Not that. Fuck's sake. And I fucking shot a load that went oil my face, oil the headboard, like, hit the wall behind the fucking bed, not that, because it'd been, been gone that long. It was like pure. <laughs> Gush, you've, you've got the fucking comfort of sitting behind a camera <laughs> as you're saying that. I need to sit here like that. Yeah, gushing really interesting. That. Actually, interesting, but it was like something that I pulled on me. I, I fucking screamed. Like, it, it was almost like if you ever fucking had an orgasm that's that intense that you're like, I don't know if I enjoyed that or not. Like, I'm kind of confused with what happened there. Like, yeah. kind of like, maybe that was the pills as well. Maybe looking about going, <laughs> I'm questioning my existence. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Burying our souls a day, mate. I know what it was. I, I know. Oh, fuck, I forgot the hot sauce again. I put a reminder on my fucking phone. Is there plenty left? Aye, there's hundreds of it, mate. I'm not touching it until we eat it. Um, Aye. Like, I'll need to eat it with something, though. I was, I'd get chicken wings. Yeah. We'll just put a wee bit on it. I think I'm procrastinating on it because I think it's going to ruin our day. We could do it towards the end of the podcast. We would need to, mate. Because yeah. it's like a... You feel like you're tripping. Aye. It's like that level. You're like... My consciousness has shifted. Like it's. So you, I get a dab on my finger. 
do that 10 minutes later I'm wanking to a Daft Punk video <laughs> can you feel my tongue <laughs> put a wee bit of hot sauce on your boss oh. did you see the Drake King no no did we talk about this last week nope. no I was talking to somebody else about this so it turns out that Drake right to, to stop being honey trapped he puts hot sauce into the Johnny after he's shot his load so he'll go into the toilet put some hot sauce into the Johnny where he's come and then put the Johnny in the bin Wow. And there's a story about a lassie running through pure, ah, because what lassies all day, I don't know if this is true, I don't know if it's bullshit, is that they'll shove the used Johnny up and empty it into themselves to try and trap him. Wow. So he's resorted to putting hot sauce in the Johnny. So he's like hurting people, but you know, all I right. suppose it's what they're doing to themselves. I mean, he could just wrap it up in a bit of toilet paper and put it in his pocket and then put it in a bin when he's getting a taxi home. It's a good point. Instead of carrying a fucking bottle of hot sauce about them. But then I'm no Drake, I don't know. You ever had somebody try and honey trap you? Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> honey pot. It's like the holes of eyes here, mate. Come on to fuck. Uh, Everybody's got a type, mate. And by the way, I've got a matey, a matey, a matey, a matey who I won't name, who's missus, he didn't want wins. And she would go and tap him one day and just sat and tap him and just rode him until he fucking shot inside him. Had a win. Wow. Pure trapped him and blatantly did it. Like, yeah. Just refused to get off him. All right. How would you feel if that happened to you? I'm just, um, I want my hole. <laughs> as long as you get a McTassels. <laughs> <I want> my <laughs> Feed me a McTassels and you can have my wings. I won't be screaming. <laughs> I won't scre scream when I orgasm. <laughs> Imagine just screaming when you shit a load. <laughs> right, would you rather, right, shit yourself every time you have an orgasm? Or shit yourself every time you see your ma. Shit myself every time I have an orgasm. Why? Because I feel like I could, you know, that could be a sexual thing. That you could just find a partner that likes yeah. that type of stuff? You could sit in a pan. <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? That's called something. Scat. No, I've no, suffered. it's called something where you get a blowjob while you're taking a shite. Right, this this is a filthy podcast today. I'm going to Google this, right? We're talking about the queen dying and then we're talking about me doing shites. Let's, let's have a, a wee, but if you get anything else there while I Google what this aye, is called. Aye. I'll go through the stuff. Um, people responded well to my uncle story last week, by the way, Jerry. That dream that I had about my uncle. Aye. People were fucking freaked out were by that. It? Oh, it's called a blumpkin. A blumpkin? Aye, that's when you get you get a blowjob and have a shit on a pan at the same time. Don't ever cut me off as I'm talking about my dead uncle to say... <laughs> I don't mind getting cut off, right? Cut me off. But don't cut me off to say... You knew what I was doing. Don't say it's because it's a blowjob and a shite, as I'm talking about my <laughs> mentally ill uncle. You knew what I was doing, that I love you, you brought it up. Aye, that. so you get a good reaction. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to try that, a blowjob and a shite at the same time. Uh, I might fuck it. my back though. Hey, comedy everybody. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I tell you another funny st- you want me to tell you a funny story about Jerry because uh, we just ended that podcast that was really fucking intense and everybody was watching it thinking was that a joke or was it real and it was real right we just ran out of time we ran out of time so I'll tell you how many t- how long have we got left 20 minutes mate. 20, 20 minutes of time. don't do a lot of editing on this mate right okay it's alright tell you a funny story about Jerry right right quick for people that have no listened to last week listen to last week right my uncle jerry had mental and physical health problems through alcohol abuse he lived the rest of his life with a disability he needed to take medication every day he needed to take a jag in his ass as well have you heard of that right was that a vitamin no no actual medication because he's seen fucking jesus coming through the water antipsychotics or something right so i'm 10 years old it's my birthday Mm-hmm. 19th of June, I'm in the kitchen doing the dishes and Jerry bursts through the front door. He's got a bag full of messages and he's like, like a silverback gorilla, essentially, yeah. in the kitchen and I'm doing the dishes for my ma and he's like, ah, all right, all right, you'll never guess what. He's what? standing there with fucking a bag of messages. I'm thinking, oh, there's my uncle and my birthday. He's there with a bag, it must be a wee present. And I was like, I don't know, what is it? And he's like, guess, guess. And I was like, I don't know, what is it, Jerry? And he done that. Your granddad died last night. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? I was like, he died, he had a heart attack and he died. He's like, he was going to go to Blackpool with your gran and he had all his suitcase packed up and he died. He died the night before he went to Blackpool with your gran. So... Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Darren. <laughs> I don't know what's more shocking. The fact that he did that to you or the fact that your mom made you do the dishes on your birthday, mate. That's that's child abuse. So he actually died on my birthday. Who was that? My granddad. Your granddad? Oh, mate. Your 10th oh. birthday, did you say that? Yes. Fuck's sake, mate. And it was my mentally ill uncle that told me the news for some reason. That broke the news. So obviously it was devastating at the time because I loved my granddad. <clears throat> uh-huh. But looking back in an adult and I think, why did they... Why did they let Jerry break the news? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How could it not have been uh, my dad or something? Like they left it to the Aye. family member that was off his fucking Aye. nut. Why did they not take your side and break it to you gently rather than it getting announced to you where like a guy running in with his messages and you're pure, what am I getting for my birthday off him, <laughs> Uncle Jerry? And he's pure, a punch to the gut. That's what Aye. you're fucking getting. I was like, why are you laughing, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> but then I need to realise he was just fucking mentally ill. Getting injections in the fartal to fucking stop the psychosis, mate. That's I, mental, mate. Like I, I, I mean, did I mean I've got so many questions. I take it your mom and dad knew that your grandpa had passed away. Aye. So right. my granddad, he, he Jerry ran through, and my ma was just behind him. So obviously she must have been sad and stressed and. She can't keep on top of him. Aye, he's aye. just broke the news. She's like, don't tell him. And he's like, come oh. through with a pure red button thing. Pure, I need to fucking tell him. Aye, I mean, that's, I mean, it's funny, but it's no funny at the same time. Yeah. I get, I remember waking up, my, I found out my granny was dead. I woke up and I, I could hear my sister crying, right? Think about how cold this is. And I went from my bed, what's up? My dad went, your grand's dead. And just left me. Didn't even come through and go, Are you alright, son? Just left me. Like that's my memory. Like oh. I just remember just sort of going, just start to greet. And then like I had to get up and go through for them to be like, Are you alright? Just oh pure, God. what's wrong? Your grands are like, what the fuck, man? I, 
straight away I'd be like, is she in the house? Like, <laughs> where is she? <laughs> just just hearing, hearing devastation or in the house. And then they wonder why, like, my cousin's granny, so, like, on the other side, like, my cousin's granny, no, my granny, passed away and she had cancer. She sat in the living room. It was, like, a really weird, surreal, like, I think maybe, say I was about seven when I... That story getting shouted through, just pure cold as fuck. Deal with me, man. Um, I was maybe a year later. She was in the living room, like you know, like end of life care. What's it called? Like um, aye, aye. I know what you mean. Um, they just they had nurses. Pa- in, palliative. Aye, palliative care. They, they had nurses coming in, but there was nothing they could do for her. Um, and she passed away, and I was sitting playing Nintendo, and my dad came in. Was pure all right. How's it gone? And I was pure Greta's did. <laughs> and I can remember getting like my dad getting like what the fuck been like that for like blah 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 and then i think back to the year before i think like well that's what you did to me <laughs> i'm just i'm just taking your fucking example big man like you should sake. have done that one each i <laughs> 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 mean i fucking should have man but one I, was, each. I was like eight you you're fucking old bastard man. people scottish people are mental with things like death center i mean i'm not this is just made up but it's like you know she lived in a house so her life nobody loved her she was sick nobody cared for her i mean you can look back and laugh at it now but at the time it was fucking terrible yeah, like, why, you look, that why are you why are you looking back and laughing now Aye. like fuck's sake man Aye. Or I remember my, I've got a Catholic family. I've got about 65 uncles, right? For each side. One, one of my other uncles died, right? And I remember saying to my brother, my brother, my uncle died, right? A couple of days later, I was waiting in a bus and I was talking to my brother and my brother was like, ah, well, you've just got to go get on with it and all that type of shit. Uh-huh. And I remember saying to him, his fucking body's not even called yet, you cunt. Like, let me feel sad uh-huh. you're fucking weirdo uh-huh. like it's one of my uncles that i love he was a good guy and he died when he was a young guy Aye, mate. let me fucking grieve you fucking weirdo. 100%, mate. i think this is a working class thing because yeah. if you go back to your grandpa he couldn't take days off work so you yeah. know we get compassionate leave i mean that's relatively new do you know what i mean so there was a part of culture that was like you need to just get up and go on with it. Yeah. But we don't live in that anymore. Like, we, <clears throat> we've got a lot of privileges, and one of them is is that if, you know, we can grieve. <laughs> is that a fucking privilege? Should, shouldn't it be? But it, it seems, you know, but I think, like, my dad would have been like that. You know, you swallow it back, you push it down, and you put one foot in front of the other, and you keep going, and it's like, I don't want to live my life like that, man. Nah. I want to feel sad. Like, I loved my granny. Yeah. And I love my mom, and I love my dad. I want to feel that like if I don't it's going to fucking haunt me for the rest of my life do you know what I mean yeah um, it's the process of grief as well you need to go through it you need to mate I mean maybe your uncle and stuff is not that bad but your dad you need to go through that process I think you do even people like your uncle mate see when you're young like you're a wee boy and it's not just losing your uncle it's about you're realising that death's a thing and that you're not going to be here forever like you're actually shot that you're going to lose everybody around about you you know what i mean you need help to get through that shit but instead what we got was like you know old men shouting somebody's need at you fucking go on with it and you're just like you know i mean the other one that i found really funny was is that we weren't allowed to go to funerals don't know if that was the same with you if that was a catholic thing if it was just my family but like 
it wasn't until I, I specifically said I want to go to my granny's funeral, gonna let me go, like please, that they were like, I okay, because other than that, I wasn't getting to go. That's I was just like, don't bring the wains, just put the wains in the room with a video, give them some sweeties, some fucking Coca Cola, they'll be I, fine. I missed my granddad's funeral like that. I just not allowed to go. I, I don't think it's because I wasn't allowed to go, it's because my wee cousins were there and I was three years bigger, older. Right. So I think it was like, could you make sure that they're all right, even though I was still 10? Uh-huh. But I remember just being left in the room with a Nintendo and we were just like, what was happening? Uh, but I'm probably happy that I missed it. I think my wee brain would have been fucking warped. If I seen something like that, but a funeral, aye, I don't know, mate. I think you get a chance to say goodbye. Aye, I think there's something comforting about a funeral. It's it, or is there? I I don't know. I say I I say to people like your grieving begins after the funeral. You know what I mean? That's when the reality sort of like you you're like right, this is it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that I look back and I don't. I personally don't think. Oh, I'm I'm happy that I didn't go to that because I went to. That particular granny, I really struggled with. I have two grannies, one of them I went to the funeral, the other one I didn't. And the reason that I went to the second one was because I basically asked, like, because I yeah. didn't like the fact that I didn't get allowed to go. I don't know if it's maybe because you weren't told that you weren't gone. You know, you could have maybe went, I want to go, and they would have let you go. Yeah. It was like a choice. Whereas I was just told, and I struggled, mate. I get tunnel vision. Like, I had nightmares, night terrors. I was wow. eight. I'm fucking eight-year-old. Do you know what I mean? And um, I remember going to the doctor and being like, my dad being like, we don't know what's going on. He's sitting, saying that he's, the things are really wee, but he's on. So it was strange, like, the TV, which would be, like, right in front of me, would be tiny, but I'd look at my horn and my horn would feel huge. It was like the perspective of everything was really fucked up. And he said, oh, it's tunnel, that's tunnel vision. What, is there anything happened? And my dad's like, well, my mom passed away. He'll grow oh, it up. man you'll grow at it and i was just like what the fuck is going on here like so it's strange horrible, isn't it? but it's because i i i never really I, I i look back at that and i think i never really get a chance to like say goodbye to her it was just kind of like taken away from me in a weird uh-huh. way and i think my sister went my little older sister went but i was i was left in the house with a babysitter a so, babysitter I bet. and i remember sitting there thinking they're at my grand's funeral why am I not allowed? Why am I not? I can remember sitting like greeting and the babysitter just being like, what the fuck is going on here? She's a young lassie, do you know what I mean? Maybe like a 15 or 16 year old lassie that's taking care of us. We guy who's just sitting greeting. That's crazy, man. So I think it's like we try and protect kids. There is no protecting a kid for that. Like, I think that you need to let them go through it. You yeah. can't be like, oh, it's all right. You know, don't, oh, we don't want to put you through that. I'm going through it, mate. Like, yeah. I'm losing my granny. Can you know, just be like, Aye, so you know? it's like you go through a massive thing of losing your gran, which is essentially a second more, right? Hundred percent. So mate. when she dies and you're in shock, then your family say, "Oh, you're not allowed to grieve." So on top of you fucking grieving, it's like a lid getting pressed on. Hundred percent. We've only got an hour in the studio today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you like what you see. You can go on the coffee app and donate a coffee. It'd be very much appreciated. Share, like on your social media, send it to your pals and WhatsApp. Uh, any support at all would be appreciated. I just want to thank McTassos again this week for sponsoring the podcast. It means a lot. And uh, 
thank you very much for for tuning in take care ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.